1: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas the here. Coming up on this Wednesday edition, we have got news and notes from around the NFL, including some bad blood following Super Bowl 57. We're also going to have another edition of In Case You Missed It. We've got the good, the bad, the ugly. The old Pete Petrus Papadakis stops by, and we got the BQ news. It's yours next here. Two pros and a cup of Joe on a Wednesday. Fox Sports Radio. Now
0: let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
1: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can listen to this show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app, and you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are, making us a part of your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We will take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all... Live from the yeah. tire com studios, dot com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. dot com the way tire buying should be. So, how we feeling here? Huh? Good morning, everybody, morning. On Wednesday, huh? Good
2: morning. I, I do love when that beat hits and then uh, Jonas comes into the Fox Sports Radio. I mean, listen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what you need that goes just with that tone just the ambiance you need you, my voice you try so
2: hard to be so far from that i don't I even have
3: to try at this point you know though there, <laughs> there are a lot of fox <laughs> sports radio people that made that song relevant though you know what i mean behind the scenes i just went to an interscope party the other the other week and i'll tell you what there was a lot of fox people up in there I'll tell were you, there were there what probably more facts people up in there than there was yo what up cuz <laughs> a whole lot more a hey, whole lot more hey, LaVar, facts LaVar, lavar nice seeing
2: you hey come am over am here I, and meet my buddy am i am, I, am I I I making this night. up though or is that is that like that what you hear when jonas comes on
3: no no it was, it's yeah yeah jonas definitely has a very unique voice and approach some would say ricky martin like
1: what you did you do you <laughs>
3: You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> you bastard!
3: <laughs> I
1: told you that in common. Oh my bad, my bad, my bad.
3: <laughs> my bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the worst. Uh, not the worst thing to lob out at somebody. It's <laughs>
2: not the worst, though. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've, I've not told not. Berno, fact sports
3: I, radio. I told
1: Berno that story that the uh, kitchen guys at my brother's restaurant call me Ricky Martin, whatever. I <laughs> 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 what else do they say? <laughs> oh, wow, <that's laughs> <true. That's> just, <laughs> lots of stuff I can't say. Oh. Oh. By the way, Berto was belting out some John Paul before the show. Outstanding, man.
3: John Paul, yeah.
1: Sean Paul. He was
3: singing Sean De Paul." Sun Paul. Yeah, whatever. John Paul. Sean Paul. Same thing. Yeah, that guy? yeah. There you go. That guy. Okay.
1: Racist.
3: Uh,
1: John Jonas that on said, Berto? No,
3: Jonas said John Paul. Uh, whatever.
1: whatever. Come on. Uh, Sean Paul is a Tom legend. Tom Paul. Who cares? All right. Listen. No. Whoever it is. Paul Dean. Don't forget John Paul the Second. Yeah, great point. Huh. Who the hell are
2: we talking about right now?
1: It's <laughs> like that reggae guy. Is it, uh, is it Sean Paul?
3: Or is it's it... like Dance Hall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so yes, Sa- Sean Paul. You never heard of Juan Paul before? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, Fox Sports Radio. I don't understand what
4: the Fox problem Sports is. <laughs> hey,
3: come over here, Lavar. I want you to meet my guy. Okay. <laughs> come over here. I'm like, all right. We're listening to God dang Dre all night. Battle Cat is the, is the DJ. So Battle Cat is paying all kinds of old school dope music and you got uh, you know the little homies my yep, man but. daniel Shouts out to my man daniel from universal up, daniel hey, he's, he's what like, up, D? hey what come over hey, hey come over here and meet my buddy yeah. hey. this guy leads up a and r for for interscope like, come, D a, D come in on come hey, come meet my guy hey there's jimmy ivine right there you, like, <laughs> like oh there's paul mccartney yeah yep yep that's that's leonardo dicaprio he's standing next to you. like it was some heavy hitters up in that party that's bro. the you guy
2: leonardo dicaprio
3: yes was standing next to 20 year old up in there i wasn't paying attention i wasn't even what what, what? i wasn't you you
2: weren't paying attention
3: i wasn't paying attention to he was standing to uh standing next to i
1: think uh, leonardo dicaprio's
3: uh, new girlfriend's like 19 yeah that's what that's what they're reporting i mean i had i I saw
2: (laughs) that's not true i (laughs) look it up
3: i swear to god i met machine gun kelly too and saw saw him next to his girlfriend now i did see him next to his girlfriend, which by the did they, way, did they just break up. Yeah, him and Megan Fox. Yeah, they just broke yeah. up. Well, when did that happen? Because they were together like, last week,
2: literally 48 hours ago.
3: Oh well, well there you go. I mean,
2: I, again, I don't know why I know this. I just try to try to bring something to the table here on our show.
3: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, he did walk her out early, oh. and came back in. He ain't leave oh. with her. He Ooh. walked her out, and and he came back in. So maybe that was the start. Oh, he seemed a little. Like happy, like a little relieved when when we was – like I met him after that. We took pictures and everything. Oh, oh, no. I'm not trying to insinuate anything like maybe that was the start of the breakup or anything like that. But did I'm you just break sad. them up?
2: I, I actually thought you were going the opposite direction. I thought, you you know, they go outside and, you know, maybe, you little box Sports Radio.
3: He didn't even go I'll, outside. I'll he show did. you Interscope. They just walked her to the door. <laughs> <laughs> they walked her to the door. I think I saw somebody Come kick her in the my back. My friend Daniel <laughs> D, as we call him. I think I saw somebody kick her in the back and close the door. Then they walked back in.
1: <laughs> well you know what by the way Lamar, Lamar Wood true. would be in the know because he was interviewed multiple times on TMZ while at the Super Bowl at
3: Phoenix that <laughs> was yeah over at Marley's oh uh, well there was another time I was wow walking. wow I was walking he, he asked me about uh what happened at Penn State I was like you want to know mother ever kick your ass all up and down this sidewalk <laughs> What do you mean? What happened to Penn State yeah. when they lost to yeah. Ohio State? Yeah, <laughs> no. What's he talking about? <laughs> when he was talking about, uh, you know, it's a twelve-year-old story. Yeah. Show Paterno. Yeah, he brought oh, it are up. You being
2: serious, right now? It's Someone from TMZ was asking that.
3: Yeah, it's a twelve-year-old yeah. oh, yes. story. It's it's old. <laughs> what's you know, what's really? There, there about? are still, but to this day, there. The first thing people say if they don't know who you are and and they find out like you have conversation oh and you went to Penn State, the first thing everyone asks, "Well, did you know?" It's the wildest thing. It might be the most ignorant. Like I don't want to say any question is a dumb question, but by now that's a dumbass question. Like,
2: "Did you I, know?" I'll be honest with you. I hate that phrase. Yeah. I, I'm all for people asking questions. I ask a lot of questions. I'm generally curious. You know what's a dumb question <laughs> is when someone just answered your question and you weren't listening. Yes, now it becomes a dumb question. Yeah. They just said that. Like they just said. I, I literally had class last night, and there's times when I'm like, were you listening? Were you listening? If you were listening, you shouldn't be answering, asking that question because yeah. just gave you the answer. Yeah. I did.
3: I've it given that answer so a million times during the course of the time of it happening, and it's like. I told people. I even knew one of the 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 victims in the situation when he really? went. Yeah, when he did his interview, he had a picture of me and him when he was on stand. And the only reason why I knew it was because somebody that was in attendance gave me gave me the uh, account that. And when they said it, I knew exactly who he was. Like, because he was one. He was like, you know, I don't know if you if you how how things were with you when you were in school, Q. But for me. It was like I always took time out to spend time with like kids that were around, like if somebody brought their their kid around their son or if there were kids that were around, you know, the field like that were, you know, ball boys or were just there as fans. I always took time. And, and the whole thing with that charity is a couple of those kids were around a lot. So I took to the kid, and and he, I was like his favorite player. So he was always around me. Even at my last bowl game at the Alamo Bowl, he was at the Alamo Bowl, and he was with me the whole time, like the whole time. And I'm sitting there like, like I'm okay with it, you know. But dang, bro, like, you know, I'm trying to holler at some short. You know what? You might be able to help me holler at some shorties. Like, let's figure out, like, let's figure this thing out because you're up under me all the time, dog. Like, what's up? You know what I mean? Like, real talk. So anyways, I've given the account of that's how deep it goes for me. And and then you look back on it like 2020 retrospect and you're like, man, I wish I would have asked. Like, are you? Okay? And I did. I actually do recall like tell it like, why are you always so mad? I used to always I used to say it to him. Like when I first met him and we was hanging out, I'd be like, bro, like loosen up, man. Like breathe. Like, you OK? Like, why are you so mad all the time? Like that was how like ice broke with him. Like we started to talk. Like, and we were cool. And, and it was like, man, I used to be like, all right, I see I see because he come in, smile. he made sure that he would smile when he saw me because I'd always joke at him, like, why are you so mad all the time, man? Right? It, make you, it makes you just try to think it all the way through, but it's the wildest thing every single time somebody connects me in Penn State or connects somebody to Penn State. It's like, you were there during what time? Did you know? Like, the hell do you mean did I know? Like, do you know what your mom and dad do in their room at night? Do, do you know what they do, you know, when you don't see them? Like, it's like asking you, like, some of the, like, think about, go through the, the most insanely, like, I don't know, hard to determine if somebody's doing something. You know, like, uh, are you are you doing that, drugs on your your leisure time? That's
1: why when they were throwing out death penalty, I never understood it because the idea that everybody was, well, you know, just everybody was involved. It was just
3: this institutional disaster, and yeah. everybody knew. Like, man, not, the
1: players didn't know. A lot of yeah. the coaches didn't know. There's a lot of people there that were there for years. That's wild. That, as hell no idea. That, that
3: we ended up in this conversation, by the way. But yeah. it was kind of it's, it's always kind of therapeutic. though. here because TMZ. He threw out TMZ at me, and then. TMZ the last TMZ interview to do <laughs> hit me with was like man did you know like
2: I was going to say, because the only thing I remember was about uh, who the, the, was it, it Dan was you and Sean Merriman yeah was about, uh, like- one was one
3: so the one interview we were talking about Aaron Rodgers being in solitary confinement yeah up. that
2: was it it was and, that one <laughs> and, and Sean Merriman said sound like
3: jail to me <laughs> <laughs> right. Sound like you're 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 uh you're incarcerating yourself into solitary confinement. <laughs> yeah. Um and then the other one was I think they were asking me about Dan Snyder and he had just put his house up for for sale. Yeah, little Danny. Little Danny. Another, I
2: wonder another D in your life. Hey man. <laughs> what? He just was. I'm, he was I'm with no, Daniel one, at, the, uh, no, at the party.
3: Yeah, that's that, that, that is that, true. I know. An yeah, and he's Jewish too, by the way. My oh, my, my little Danny that I hang with that's wow. that's from Universal. He's Jewish. Shouts out to my man Jewish little Danny, man. What's up, Jewish little? My Danny? Dude, my dude, man. He's my dude. Shouts out. Shows a lot of love. What's up, JD? What's a up, JD? <laughs> it's a hey, hey, where you think he's moving to? If he's getting out of, if he's getting the hell, like, it sounds like he's getting the hell out of Dodge. You yeah. Know,
2: onto his yacht? You think he's just going to live there? I don't know. I mean, it's that big. He can just float around. Do
3: you pay taxes if you live on a yacht? Yeah, I guess you still on your business, Brady,
2: you don't pay taxes on your yacht, do you? Oh, my God. Dude. What if, First just, off. Like, what's that like? I, I I don't exactly know how it works. I mean, you you got to dock it somewhere, or, or I guess anchor it somewhere. I'm not I'm not sure how all that works. I mean, I would assume like the docking fees where you keep your boat. Or is this cost associated? But I mean, most of
3: buried treasures are in the bottom of of oceans. You think you think he's like putting his his wealth somewhere and like dropped under his. <laughs> under his yacht you think he's burying all of his cash under his yacht all the cash he didn't didn't pay the, the other owners from ticket sales <laughs> hey who knows I don't know how this got turned back around on me <laughs> all right. know, you guys man. you guys were
2: the ones flandering <laughs> out there just <laughs> looking for a, a life vest uh, looking, <laughs> looking for something well, hey,
0: Gosh darn you, Q! <laughs>
2: it's uh, turn around on me. That's <laughs> completely unfair. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to get up with with Var and JD and oh, little Danny. Yeah, and, uh, J-L-D. All, all the all the
3: Danys. all the little yeah. daddies. We're gonna yeah. make it a singing group. Yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna invite Jim Irsey, Var, who, who by the way made a big decision, huh? It wasn't Jeff Saturday. <laughs> he didn't do what Bro.
2: everybody expected him to do. Hold on, hold on. Did you see the video Jeff Saturday sent out, though? Mm-mm. Well, he's on a oh. boat. What's wrong
1: with that? He can't be on a boat. There's nothing
2: wrong with him yeah. being on a boat. Yeah, he's on his yacht. But he, yeah. it was just like, oh, geez, he hired someone else. Oh, all right, let's put this out there. Like, he, like I mean, he could have waited until he got back somewhere where he wasn't on a boat fishing.
1: Is he going back to ESPN? Is that already in the works? I would assume oh, that's already in the works. Way. Yeah. Hmm. Jeff Saturday, Lavar's guy. Won one and a half games with the Indianapolis He made me look Colts. so bad.
3: He made me look so bad. He
1: won one and a half games though. He beat the Raiders and he beat the Vikings for
3: one half. So and they were a playoff team. You know, you know. Ryan Clark is one of my old teammates and one of my homeboys. What's up, Ryan? One of my homies, right? And he's what's up, RC? He's big, big time. You know, media guy nowadays. You, what up, Clark? You do know he sparked up the Eric enemy and uh, who was the other one? He brought up Eric Bieniemy, and there was another one that he brought up, in terms of, you know, the black coach not getting the opportunities to get this, and then brought out the whole fact that these guys came up short in the Super Bowl. I know we're up against the break, but I would love to hear y'all's take on on that. Does this does this now become two two new head coaches get hired? Does this now again like it just seems like that this is always a go-to conversation to have in these moments do is this is there is that there like is that is that a a conversation why they why they were getting looks and not be enemy yeah yeah um i i I find it it was raheem morris was the other i I
1: find it a little curious that eric b gonna go somewhere else to try and become a head coach, but it's a lateral move wherever he goes. Like, it just, I well, wonder if there's more behind
3: the scenes. Is with, it a yeah. lateral move? It's not if you get a head coaching job. No, no I, but he's, oh, he's,
2: he's, he's, he's interviewing for the Washington offensive coordinator job. It's between, I believe, him and Greg Roman. Mm. So the, the thought is, you know, look, if you get from out underneath Andy Reid, because I guess everyone on the outside knows it, it's Reid calling the plays. It, it's his design. Now, the counter to that is people would say, well, wasn't Doug Peterson underneath Andy Reid? He got a head coaching job. Wasn't Matt Nagy under Andy Reid? He got a head coaching job. I almost feel like, you know, obviously, Peterson won a Super Bowl, and then Peterson now is turned around Jacksonville. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. He's just a good coach. Like, you could second-guess it, but I don't, I don't think anyone's looking at him and not thinking he's a good coach. Matt Nagy didn't, didn't work out in Chicago. He's now back with the Kansas City Chiefs, probably honestly waiting for Eric Bieniemy to move on. Um, the tough thing is is you had Mike Kafka, who was in the organization, that was below Eric Bieniemy, And everything I heard was they were <clears throat> ecstatic about Kafka, and they were hoping Bieniemy got an opportunity to be a head coach somewhere else so they could move up Kafka at some point because they really appreciated his creative play design, all that stuff. Well, he never, you know, Biennial stayed, and you know, he never got that opportunity, so he left. He became an OC somewhere else. And what happened in Kafka's first year as an OC with the Giants? They
3: go he gets to the playoffs in
2: Arizona. So, you know, I, I just think look, Biennial's interviewed a lot. He's been around a lot. At some point, he'll get that opportunity, but he probably needs to go somewhere else before he gets under for, out from underneath that Andy Reid umbrella because everyone's like, look, if you got the title of play caller, but you're not calling the plays. Is it really you? Because you've you got and Patrick Mahomes out there and you got Andy Reid. And so I think at some point, you know, if he goes out on his own and showcases this year with Washington, if he gets that job, I think he'll be a head coach the following year. I think 2024 he's a head coach. I just think there's too many people who, for whatever reason, I don't, and I don't know those reasons, who've interviewed him, that don't feel confident he'd come in and be able to be the guy. Well, will go to Washington and show him then. Like if you think it's all Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and it's not Eric Bieniemy, or he doesn't play a role. Hopefully he goes to Washington gets the opportunity and and he's working with you know a, a lesser quarterback and you know, not as much talent. But if he if he turns that around, like yeah, I think he'll be a head coach the following year.
3: Hmm. Yeah. Would, would a would a follow up question to that be, is that racial, like would with would another co- with another coach that's had the success? that Eric Bieniemy has had, would he have to do this based upon those conditions?
2: Yeah, I, I don't know that. I mean, I, I, think, I think owners kind of know based on like what they're looking for, who they're looking for. If you look at the head coaching cycle... What about Vic Fangio? So far, Vic
1: Fangio was a coordinator for <clears throat> years, never got hired.
2: Yeah. If, if, for or a admit, long Mike time. Zimmer, yeah. Mike, Mike Zimmer's another one. You know, a great D.C. forever, and then finally got a shot with the Minnesota Vikings.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I, I think this is what happens. You, you get a coach who's fired and that organization's looking for the exact opposite of what they had. And, and opposite in, in one of a few ways. Either offense to defense, or old to young, young to old. Meaning they just had a young coach, now they want to hire an older coach. They just had an offensive mind, now they want to hire a de- defensive mind. Or vice versa. <clears throat> a lot of times you see that trend because they're like, how can we sell this to our, our organization? How do we sell this to our fan base? You know, Usually it's something along those lines. Like if you look at Houston Texans they had Lovey Smith respected well-regarded head coach defensive mind in the league <clears throat> you go to a young defensive mind uh, D'Amico Ryans so you say "All right, we need someone who's going to come in here and give a different twist on things you know maybe bring some more energy bring something else different that we didn't have in Lovey Smith you know it, it didn't take long for D'Amico Ryans to get to that point so I, I, I don't know I think the interview process is probably more important than than maybe people realize and I think there's some guys who walk in the interview and they crush it. And, and, and you come away going, that guy's going to be head coach. I'll put it to you this way. Jonathan Gannon, if anyone had been around him in a production meeting before, right when he walks in, right when he gets done, you're like, that guy's going to be a head coach. Mm. You just know. Kevin O'Connell, like same thing. You just knew. When you were around him, you just go, that guy's going to be a head coach. It's just had a different feel to it. Why, I mean, do, has,
3: why do every head coach have, like, a, a certain type of Southern draw to, to their conversation?
2: <laughs> I don't know, but it sounds like a coach, though, doesn't it?
3: it? It sounds like a coach. Like, well, all righty.
2: Well, yeah, it, yeah. you know it sounds, Fox Sports Fox, Fox, you know, Fox like that. Sports it's Radio. Fox Sports Radio. maybe
1: they're they're trying to be a little progressive speaking of which we are brought to you by progressive insurance progressive makes bundling easy and affordable get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle rv boat atv and more all your protection in one place bundle and save at progressive.com all right so we're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m eastern time six o'clock pacific here but coming up next we finally have some answers what is going down somewhere in a very dark place we'll get into that for you right here on fsr Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up in, we'll call it a little over 15 minutes from now, we've got a brand new cheapskate in the world of sports. We'll give you the details on that here on FSR. Before we get to the latest update on the darkness. We are brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how at Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. So Aaron Rodgers was on with Pat McAfee. And the, the darkness. And the star of that show, A.J. Hawk, the brother-in-law, of Brady Quinn. <laughs> and uh, he was talking about this report that came out that he was supposed to go into his darkness retreat on Monday. It was a report from Ian Rappaport. And so Aaron Rodgers gave some thoughts on Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter and also what the plan is when it comes to sitting in the dark.
4: I have no problem with Ian Rappaport, Schefter. I think they really get their jobs. When it comes to me, they don't know. (laughs) They really don't. They don't have people in my inner circle who are sources. I can promise you that. And anybody who would talk to them is not in my inner circle. It's that simple. Listen, I'm not in my darkness retreat yet. What? Oh, um, yesterday. What? Nope. This thing has been planned for about four months and it was always the same date, always the end of this week. Oh. So whoa. anybody with knowledge to the opposite of that, it's fake news. Whoa. So whoa. Let me just reiterate one more time. There's an inner circle, right? And in my inner circle, nobody talks to Ian Rappaport, oh. to Adam Schefter, what? or to any of those people. Okay, So if you're one of those people who's talking to those people, it's a great reminder for you, you're not in the inner circle. Oh, Damn. And if anybody else is out there saying stuff, or if they're just making it up, which is also, those are both likely, just stop with the fake news.
1: So there was Aaron Rodgers. Talking about his darkness retreat. Can,
4: D- I? Can I
2: ask you this? Does the fake news when someone says that, I feel like that's triggering for people.
1: Yeah, because they think Trump and they think all the other things. I was come about to say, don't,
3: don't you think Republican that- when you say when you say that? I mean, not to make it political, but fake news became like almost like a Republican saying.
1: Yeah, it basically aired out CNN. And yeah. listen, as some evidence has shown. There's a little bit flying around.
2: <laughs> but I, I guess my point is, is, is like Aaron's very savvy, very calculated. Like he knows exactly what he's saying, why he's saying it and who he's saying that to. I mean, even the second part where he kind of reiterated it and said, you know, anyone who would be talking to them, you know, they're not a part of my inner circle. So I, I do wonder if there's a degree of someone maybe close to him or in proximity to him maybe said something to someone and they just got ousted out of the circle. They thought they're in the circle, but they're not in the circle anymore. Like maybe that invite has now been taken back.
1: So the reason he does these interviews is because he wants to He's, be able he to gets paid. Well, yeah. oh, is, does he really?
2: You think that's for free?
1: Oh, yeah. I thought it was. Oh, he's getting paid? Wow, good for him. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Listen, I do stuff for free.
2: Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, that's what I do. I do that for
1: free. But when Aaron Rodgers, he wants to be able to control the narrative. He wants to be able to control what the messaging is. He, He wants to be able to tell his side of the story and get his messaging out. And the fact that he was so hell-bent on making it a point that nobody knew when this retreat was going to happen and that it wasn't going to happen on Monday leads me to believe it absolutely was planned for Monday, and it pissed him off that that stuff got out. And so now he's pushed it back a week. I think they were right. I think that bothered him, and I think that's why he had a red ass
3: during the interview yesterday. How's that? Chew on that's that. That's possible. That, that's very well Put possible. Put that in your log yeah. cabin Get and smoke it. Get a bar. What do you yeah. got, buddy? But, uh, you know what I think is interesting is – He's making sure that he's his own exclusive. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at him for protecting that. I mean that that means he can command a premium on whatever it is that he's doing. I mean, really he's important enough and he's polarizing enough and entertaining enough where people want to know what looks like the where is Waldo type deal with, with Aaron Rodgers. What's what's Aaron Rodgers doing? Aaron Rodgers is not as as far out. I guess, as we would consider uh, Kyrie Irving in basketball. But in a lot of senses, he's kind of like the Kyrie Irving of of football.
1: And also, in fairness to Rodgers, there's a lot of people that have run their mouth for years about his family dynamic and all the other crap that goes
3: along with it, which is, to me, totally out of line. Nobody has any idea what they're talking about. Again, I think he's working to become his own exclusive. So basically, you have a handful of guys that break news before the news hits and, and and they are the ones that have built up this reputation. They get the inside info. They get it out there. Boom, boom, boom. He doesn't want that for himself. He doesn't want anyone but Aaron Rodgers breaking that news. So he goes on his his, which is a tremendously large and successful platform with Pat McAfee's show with A.J. Hawk, the star of the show. Yep. And, and he makes it plain and clear that these insiders do a great job. I'm not taking anything away from the job that they do. They just don't know what they're talking about as it applies to me. You're establishing the baseline of information that says there's plausible deniability for for Aaron Rodgers and anything that that comes from them. Which means that if any point in time somebody like a, uh, a insider, uh, Rappaport gets uh, you know some type of trade. Trade rumor or something like that that's about to happen, he's basically creating the amount of doubt in people's minds where he might ultimately be able to use that as, as a tool of negotiation where, okay, you're not going to pressure me or you're not going to create this or you're not going to create something that he's not comfortable with because he's already discredited You're basically reporting on me. You can't report on me and it be accurate because no one that I know would be talking to you. To me, that's what, how I would interpret it.
2: Well, I, I guess I'd put it this way. Not that even that anyone that knows Aaron. It's just, you know, Aaron wouldn't tell anyone that would talk to those folks, right? Like, that inner circle, I, I think, is, is that he would say anything to or even go on this trip with. Like, it's probably not a group that's <laughs> going to have Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport on speed dial. That's just my guess.
1: Now who, is he going on this darkness retreat? Is this alone, or do, are people from his inner circle going? Is, is AJ, that what it's called,
2: by the way, a darkness retreat? Uh, that's
1: what I mean. That's what I've seen being thrown out there. Darkness retreat.
3: Darkness
2: retreat. And how that long is he racist. in the dark for?
3: Four days. Four days. That's man. That's a long ass time. Not, man. To be what in the darkness? Yes.
1: Now where do you go? Like is this like a like could in You just the go woods in your closet? I mean,
3: what, what, how does that work? Yeah, do you, do you, you have could. A, Do you have a bed? Do you have blackout curtains? Like, is your squatty potty in the floor? Like, what? Like, how does that work? Jonas is the squatty potty expert. Can you even see your your squatty potty? Because it's dark. So a hole is dark. How do you see the hole? You could be
2: thinking you're on your squatty potty. It could be on something else completely. And then if
3: you make that type of mistake, then now you're smelling that. You're sitting in that, in the darkness. You don't need to be able to see stink. Stink, stink is stinking. How long dark, is his, like, his
1: dark day retreat? Four. I think it's four days. Four isn't days. It? It's a four day retreat. So he does, he, I think he starts on Friday and then it goes till Monday.
3: I'm yeah, assuming. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'll do a day. I found a, I found a five day for $1,107. Did you really? Yeah. Eleven 1, hundred 1, bucks for a five year old. Are you looking at it retreat? right now? Yeah. Get, give us the rundown. What's the rundown of it? Like Listen, what if, what are hey, the amenities? Hey, if you and want stuff? a darkness retreat, just go hang out with Lee. <laughs> Oh, my LeVar? God. I, I, you I, even said anything? I, I'm, I'm, wor- I'm wondering why Berto hasn't hit the button yet. I mean, what you, that was as bad as <laughs>
1: – What do you mean? Wow. What are you
3: talking about? I mean, just <laughs> goodness, dude. Oh, what is wrong with really strong you, right there, bro. That was, that <laughs> was <laughs> really strong with what you just that did, That offended
2: man. me. Oh, right. My <laughs> dad's name's Tyrone. That offended me. <laughs> my brother's name is Tyrone.
3: I can get away with it. He's living in the dark, too. $1,100 for a 5 Five day. What's the amenities? Like, what's the package here? It can't be much. Two nights before and two nights after in a private what is that? Private room with food included. Nine days total. How? how all right. It's with food included. How exactly yeah. are you able to get to the food if you can't see
2: it? I think that's after. Yeah,
3: right. you're not allowed to eat, right? This is a cleansing. This one I'm looking at is not, like, completely in... Dark. And it's not completely in the dark, yeah. Oh. So yeah, you get the
1: actually got like a eat. candles. Yeah, candles. Yeah,
3: candles or nightlights. Oh, now, now, candles, candles is different. I could, I could do life. <laughs> I could do my life in candles, scented or unscented. It doesn't Before matter. Far irritants.
2: Okay. Life in candles. Yeah,
3: I could do that. And I so burnt you, my you face not. with a candle once before. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> what? I, I drank too many Long Islands and <laughs> I used to I used to have a whole bunch of college when I was in college I used to have literally like almost like some living on a prayer Madonna type video type stuff like I used to have candles everywhere in my room. Like everywhere. Like it relaxed me. I don't know. I just felt relaxed. Candles are great. Yeah, they relaxed me pretty much and then one night I I fell asleep faded. I was faded from the <laughs> Long Islands. And I knocked one of them candles onto my pillow. <laughs>
2: oh, jeez. And my
3: <laughs> drunk ass was trying to blow the, blow, blow the flame out. I was <laughs> sitting there like. Phew, <laughs> Phew. And some of the cotton flew out of it. And, and this is crazy because <laughs> I had to go do the Walter Camp All-American Awards, like literally the, that, that weekend or whatever so i'm i'm at the walter camp awards with a big ass burnt face like <laughs> crispy burnt face called me crunchy black man i was i was burnt and and anyway it, it worked out but I, I i used to always live in candles like i didn't even use lights i used candles like throughout my house you want like candles you want a candle pro tip when you, when you go
1: to buy a scented candle, smell yep. the inside of the lid, not the actual candle. That's how it smells when it burns. Mm. How
3: about that? Mm. How about that? Mm. Solving problems mm. here. Just oh. in time for mm. Valentine's Day. Solve problems. Well, it wasn't just in time. It yeah. was a little late. That's all right. If you, you want, want to save late. some money. But, but I'm with you, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do that from yeah. here on out. Are <laughs> we really going to do that? Yes. <laughs> yes. How ironic. Yes, she happy really birthday.
1: Are. Yes, you really are. Happy yeah, birthday yeah, to way, that saying. By the way, Brady, happy birthday Happy to birthday, to birthday to that so saying I'm really to you. am really going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Today's the day, huh?
3: <laughs> it's a <the> birthday. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs>
1: all right. We are.
3: This is. This is, this is this is this
1: is two pros and a cup of Joe here. Thanks, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox of the year. We are brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Still overpaying for a razor in this economy? Gross. With Dollar Shave Club, you can get a top shelf shave at a regular <laughs> shelf price. Dollar Shave Club is available at a store near you in the men's razor aisle. <laughs>
3: You're, you're That's a piece of it. work.
1: That's the ad. All you, right, coming you up next. Are a
3: piece of
0: work.
1: We bro. have ourselves the latest cheapskate in the world of sports. It's yours Get right here on talk.
0: FSR. Unbelievable. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
2: Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers
3: Uh, come on, yeah, yeah. Uh, come on, yeah, yeah. I'm really gonna do this. Yeah, yeah. I'm really gonna do this. Yeah, I'm really gonna do this. Richard Gere, man. Richard Gere. What movie is this, Birdo? Brooklyn's Finest. Yeah. All right. That She's was Lee first there. the movie. <laughs> Tang Lee. I am mad at you.
1: Uh it's two pros and a cup of joe, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox are the here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. So coming up top of next hour. We are going to get an update. One Grown team, man, you know. One team may actually have already told you what the plan is in place moving forward uh, at the quarterback position. So we'll have that for you again coming up here a little over 10 minutes from now. Before we get to another edition of, in case you missed it though, we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com.
0: Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you, in case
1: you missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d Guys, in case you missed this, uh, Notre Dame is getting bashed by fans for being cheap in their offensive coordinator search. What? They were looking at Utah offensive coordinator Andy Ludwig, but his uh, he's staying at Utah. His buyout proved too much of an obstacle
0: in their in his discussions with ND. I
2: mean, here's what I love about <clears throat> what gets reported, and just to take a a page out of the playbook of of one Aaron Rodgers. All right. It's interesting that you get nowadays, like, social, people on social media who's got, who have podcasts, Twitter accounts, they just wildly speculate that a buyout is what ultimately led to it not working out. Sometimes there's, there's more to the story. Just kind of leave it at that. But it's not always what you read from people who are outside of that room or actually make those decisions. I mean,
1: Lavar and I have already said there's an obvious hire here for offensive coordinator, and it's yeah. one, Brady Quinn. Yeah, Brady
2: Quinn. Yeah, yeah. Brady you Quinn. guys are just trying to do a two-man show. That's why you're trying to kick me no, out. No, no, no. no, no, no. You, and by no. the way, we would hey, still Levar, ask you to be here. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, Lavar. Yes. Prepare yourself, because the next t- next thing you know. Jonas is trying to push you off into some other job, too. Oh, so for the, the JKS show. Solo. That's yeah. that's, that's, exactly. not true. that's not true. That's not That is that is the true, game. Yeah, that's the yeah. long play. That's that, a long that's, game. That's what he's trying to do He just will not admit that, that. But no, that I'm that not trying to get to a two
3: man show. I I actually like how this works. You know, I like the flow of this. You know, I get a lot of work done during the show. I know you like it, yeah. but you know, who doesn't well, like Jonas, it. Well, Jonas Jonas has an agenda, you know. Yeah. People don't realize that Jonas is Verbal Kim. Also known as Tell him. Tell him, Birdo. Who's Verbal Kent? Who is he really? Kaiser Soze. There you go. So you're calling me Kaiser Sose. Yeah, man. It's a compliment.
1: I'll take it. <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, his wife looked exactly like yours. I mean, the whole family looked yeah. exactly like yours in the movie. It's, it's loosely based off of the true story of Jonas Knox. The greatest trick Jonas ever pulled was, was convincing, convincing the world guys, that he didn't exist. He wanted exist. to do this show. Yeah, No, no, you. no. I like what you did there, but the greatest trick you pulled off was convincing people that you're not the biggest star on the show. <laughs> right. Yes. That's 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 what that's I mean, that's but what it is. Let me tell you how much of a star I am. When we're at the we're at the Breeders Cup
1: and we're walking yeah. through the track, I was asked multiple times by
3: people to hold the camera and take a picture of Brady and somebody else. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't mean you're not the yeah, that star. That means mean you it. are the star. Yeah. Like, you're the star, so can you take this picture for me? Like, like it's like we know who you are. Like, you, can you just take this picture? Because it's it's like, wow, there's Brady and there's Jonas. Jonas, can you please, like, can you take this picture with me and Brady? This is a weird little little type of way of going about it. I met it, somebody but at I'm Super just Bowl you, week and they I've said. I've taken a ton of pictures for people, by the way. Can you take yeah. this picture? I'll so picture I, I don't too. know why you you know would take it that. way.
1: I met somebody Super Bowl week and they said, uh, "Hey, love the show." Like,
3: so what's LeBar like? No, don't yeah. don't do that. No, I'm serious. Don't like they that. they
1: wanted to know all about you. They wanted to know how big the ring was. They wanted to know if they you were, wanted to know how big it was. If huh? you were really gonna do
3: this, If he's like, really gonna do it with <laughs> that, that big ring? All sorts of stuff happening. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh,
1: what else? What else uh, we got? The Lee? answer would be guys. Yes. In case football fans are jonesing for football already, good. <laughs> Good news for you! XFL kicks off this Saturday. Yeah.
2: You know XFL's uh run by the competitor there, Lee. Lee. I uh, I did not name those uh, those call letters. Yep. I know, but when does the USFL start? There you go.
3: Yeah. The U. The U. It's throw them up, up. At Lee? some point. Throw up the U. <laughs> at some Come point. Efforting?
0: <laughs> yeah. At yeah, some I point. Gonna make. June! Is it you? <laughs> June! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast.